0: rolling. I anticipate this will be highly edited anyway, so. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, <laughs> oh, I already told you editing edit It takes a lot to edit, I already told you Oh, this changes everything. I had no idea. <laughs> All right.
1: All right. Okay, welcome. This is uh, our first Uh, episode of our podcast. This is how to be a Texan. This idea generated a while back because Kevin and I were shooting the bull at a
0: high school football game, which is a very Texan thing to do on a Friday night. Yeah, yeah. And
1: so he, of course, made uh, immediately made fun of of this idea, which probably is a stupid idea. Nobody will listen to it. But if you do, here you go. But if we get it
0: on tape, then I can make fun of it for many years. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. But anyway, the whole point is uh, we're we're proud to be Texans. We've been Texans all my life and all Kevin's life, and uh, we're here to, to talk about why it's kind of a cool thing to be a Texan. So uh, we thought we'd start off with just uh, you know who is this to and and the kind of the, the point of what we're going to try to do here. Generally, these are going to be relatively short. Uh, when I listen to podcasts, I just it, it's hard for me to go more than 30 minutes. So. Uh, Kevin and I are going to commit to try to keep it uh, for the the short attention span folks that can go up to 30 minutes and we'll We both tr- have ADD. Yes. Thank you.
0: So So right. uh,
1: yeah, we'll 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 keep it short and uh, And you know the my, one of my 14 year old twins was asking me and and by the way Kevin has 14 year old twins too. 15 creep. they are already? Jeez, In December, geez, as of December Time flies I know it. So uh, we both have twins He has girls, I have boys um, And one of my boys uh, asked just a little while ago He's like, hey, Dad, what are you doing? Who is this even for? <laughs> Who's going to listen to this? And I'm like, probably nobody, you know? <laughs> so but anyway the target audience i would think is for people that are kind of looking into texas and thinking man that is a freaky deal why does anybody want to be a texan and for our uh, our brothers and sisters in arms here in texas that uh just listen and probably are laughing at us saying you're you're wrong that's that's not the reason why i want to be a texan so
0: and we'll have them on to debate yeah every point
1: <laughs> God, I hope not. I really It'll turn hope not. into a brawl. Yeah, I really, really hope not. But anyway, there <laughs> there are um, you know, a lot of unique nuances uh, for why uh, Texas people are, are proud to call Texas home. So this is not educational. This is not, uh, (laughs) you will get no education whatsoever. No, This this is simply for fun,
0: (laughs) simply to kill brain cells when you got nothing else to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This beats playing Xbox or something. So, you know, (laughs) that's, that's what we're doing or Snapchatting or whatever. So uh, there are probably a couple of things that uh, Kevin and I will be a little leery of, and that's uh, generally we will avoid staunch opinions on politics or religion. Uh, we'll, we, we may weigh in a, a little bit on some of those things, but generally we'll uh, will not. So anyway, Kevin, uh, let me uh, let you introduce yourself and then we'll, we'll get into it. My name's Kevin, Kevin Holder,
0: native Texan. Lived in Texas my whole life. Um, happy to be on your podcast,
1: Mister Kirkpatrick. <laughs> it's not mine, son. Uh, yeah, I can call him son because I'm all of two years older than him. <laughs> Kyle Kirkpatrick here, uh, born and raised in Texas, real up in North Texas. Uh, happily married for 19 years and three kids, and all high schoolers, teenagers. Very, very fun to uh, to track down. What about you and your family? Married
0: 25 years, four kids oldest is 21 yep yeah, my younger son is uh, 19 and then the girls as we talked about are 15
1: we're sitting there staring at your elder yep son he's a fine piece of work
0: he's a professional podcast producer <laughs> extraordinary
1: he is extraordinary (laughs) so the question is will kevin and i have guests and i think the answer is yes we'll have uh i hope so yeah i do too because it'll probably get pretty (laughs) boring just listening to to us so the question is how long have you lived in texas
0: uh 47 years yeah 48 yep i was born in san angelo texas okay and moved 22 times growing up so i've lived in a lot of places but for the most part in the dallas fort worth metroplex area
1: man i was just in san angelo the other day for a funeral beautiful town <laughs> it's a great place to have a funeral well it was maybe i
0: maybe i'll have mine there well, born there and die there see you on the other <laughs> side <laughs> <laughs> we left san angelo when i was three months old and i've never been back
1: fond memories so, huh yeah yeah
0: so maybe they'll just spread my ashes out and all right. Well, we're keeping
1: that in mind. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, so I think we're we're going to just play around with some future topics. Um, but today, Kevin and I just wanted to kind of think through a few myths. Um, so, as we were looking, there were a, a few articles that were written. One in the New York Times. One in the, the Washington Post. And then there was this random guy that wrote an article that I thought was really, really good <laughs> about random the, guy. <laughs> the sorry, random guy, if I'm <laughs> going to offend you, but it was really good. Um, and so there were a lot of myths there and I thought Kevin and I would just kind of dance around some of these, um, uh, myths and tell you kind of our opinions on, on what we, what we think, what we've grown up to believe. Um, so l- let me just start it off with, there are a few from this, uh, think it was a Washington Post article
0: the five myths of yeah five myths about Texas
1: yeah Washington Post okay yeah so why don't you start off with kind of myth number one or maybe overview kind of what he's talking about here
0: well this was written the one I have was written by Erica Grider Greeter yeah
1: yeah that's the one I'm looking at
0: columnist at the Houston Chronicle and also the author of Big, Hot, Cheap, and Right, What America Can Learn from the Strange Genius of Texas. So anyway, I think she probably knows her stuff pretty well. Yeah. So myth number one, Texans love guns.
1: Is yeah. that a myth? I don't think so. No, I think Texans love their guns. So she gives a lot of data on that about gun control and ownership and how the data is very weak on really understanding where the guns actually reside but I think for the most part Texans are, are a bunch of hunters and um, for the most part I do think there's a lot of love for guns
0: but I think one thing that is a myth and I run into this and I'm sure you too you do too Kyle in your travels is that not so much that Texans love guns but just that Texans have guns with them yes 24-7 you got a gun rack in your pickup truck you know you got side shooter on all the time, ready to draw. Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of reaction I get when people find out I'm from Texas. oh yeah, so you got a gun? Yeah. You, yeah? Well, you carry it in your pickup truck. Well, Sometimes. Are but... you packing right now? Are you packing right now? I get that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that so a lot. So I think that's more of the myth than just people loving guns. It's just that you got you're you're always armed. You're yeah. always carrying. You're always yeah. ready
1: for a shootout. That's. So I think one of the funny things I was thinking about is as we were visiting about this idea. It is more of because you and I both travel for work. You know, you you in the IT industry, me in the healthcare industry, and um, and, and there's a lot of funny misperceptions about Texans. Um, for for example, um, when when I would do my consulting and I'd go up north, uh, people generally get a kick out of our accent. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. I actually had a partner. I worked for one of the big uh, accounting firms doing healthcare consulting, and I had a partner. And um, this guy was younger than me. How scary is this? But anyway, he was a Chicago guy, and I actually came to really like him. Um, and and he looked at me <clears throat> right before we were about to go into a client meeting, and he said, "Do you do you actually think as slow as you talk? Because you sound really stupid." <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, I'm dead serious. He said that, and then I went in and I, you know, I spoke to the client. It was it was great, but it, it, at the end of the day, he he ended up he, he and I became friends and we liked each other. But I think because I talked much slower than he did, it was uh, you know. You
0: should say hey, I'm talking slow so you can understand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let me break this down into smaller it. words. <laughs> So, but no, I, I probably am as stupid as I sound, but, um, but anyway, I do think that's a perception. So like uh, my wife Amy and I, we love going up to New York. That's one of our favorite places to go on the planet. And so I do notice myself having to kind of pick up my cadence of speech when I get to New York. Yeah. They just don't have the patience for me. They're like, dude, order your coffee, order your donut, whatever. Move along. <laughs> they don't want to hear how your morning's going. Yeah, how, you, how y'all doing up there? They don't. How's your mama? No, uh huh. None of that. <laughs> Just uh, order the donut, sir, and step away. Did you see that
0: taxi cab almost all run are, over that
1: guy? <laughs> this happens every day. Move along, sir. What are all these police officers doing up here? This is man. These buildings are high.
0: People are surprised in my industry that really haven't spent much time in Texas. Just how much technical talent there is, especially in Dallas. People kind of think of Austin as being a tech, technical, you know, technology center. They don't think about Dallas. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> several years ago, I was working, uh, doing some projects up on Wall Street, actually, and. Those guys thought they were so much smarter than the rest of us, and they really weren't, right? Because they were bringing us in to solve all the problems. So I was coming in. I was kind of the lead on it. And then we kept bringing in these other guys from, like, the Dallas area, flying them up to New York to fix all their problems. And one of the guys got pretty angry. Mm. He was like, why do you have to fly people in from, you know, from Texas all the time? Why don't you have people up here in New York? You know, people in New York are a lot smarter than people, you know, from down south. And I was like, well, obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you called me. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> call you. Well, I do think. But yeah, there's a little bit of an attitude. Oh yeah, no, there there is, and it and I think uh, once uh, you know once we spend some time together, we get over that. Yeah. Um, but that that Texas draw, you know, I'm, I hate to say I can't I can't help it, but I, it's hard to help. But th- that that's another thing that I think is attractive about being a Texan in general is just coming to Texas. There's a lot of Industry opportunities. What you know, why so if, if you're listening to this, why would you be? Intrigued about coming to the state of Texas. Well The tax rates are low uh, There's tons of jobs now. Would you come here for the view? No, no, you go to California You go to the mountains you go to the coast, you know, no, you don't come here for the view You come here for commerce for family uh, To raise your kids and gets generally good schools and the tax structure is generally low. So you know, any of the big cities in Texas, I think they're on some of the top, uh, and there's a reason for that. They're on the top kind of job growth and overall GDP growth for anywhere in the country. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, and Austin; uh, those four big mega markets are top top of the list. Well, another yep. another myth is Texas is part of the Bible Belt, as part of this uh, this article that you you mentioned, and so I. You know, I, I was thinking about that too. Yes, it's it's a big there's a big Christian um, uh, faith and sect down here in Texas, but it's uh you know it's welcome. I I know plenty of people that are Islam and Mormons. Get the Bible Belt and, thing. Is, I mean, it's
0: yeah, that's definitely true. There's no doubt. I mean, you know, when you travel to you know California, especially California, I notice a big difference. Well, if you're in the cities, right? You know, if you're in San Francisco or you know, the major cities. When you get out of the major cities, though, it's, you know, pretty Christian out there as well, so. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I would agree with that one. I don't think that's a myth. I think Texas is definitely square in the Bible Belt. Right. It's the big old Texas belt buckle of the Bible Belt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, another myth. <laughs> uh, and another, mi- a, a, another myth that uh, that one of these articles refers to is Texas depends on oil, and um, this article actually calls that a myth and, and cites, you know, why it, it is a myth that, that the Texas economy really has blossomed uh, away from just oil and gas, even though it's a huge part of, especially if you live down in Houston. Uh, or along the coast, it's a big part of it. But, I mean, you know, you're part of the tech industry, I'm part of healthcare, there's mm-hmm. big services industry, education, civil government, all the other. So I think there's, you know, the, the business landscape is wide open.
0: You know, do you think Houston is still heavily dependent on oil?
1: I think so, but yeah, I think it's, it's But when gorgeous. you get
0: outside of Houston, I mean Dallas is, you know, yeah, technology, fashion. Austin is definitely technology industry. Yeah, I'm I'm big into
1: fashion. You're yeah,
0: I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Healthcare fashion, right? Yeah. You designed those uh, scrubs. little scrubs and the gowns that have no back on them. You designed yeah. that thing, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As um
1: as it's 20 degrees outside and I'm wearing <laughs> shorts and a old navy uh piece of crap <laughs> sweatshirt I'm very fashionable okay so anyway some more of these myths um, so one guy this random guy who uh, at some point we need to acknowledge but anyway he says you know everyone listens to country music the only country music and, and that is yeah, you know, it's obviously not, not the is case. this
0: uh, the New York Times article? no this Which is that is Odyssey
1: this? guy this is the Odyssey online oh guy. Odyssey that guy was good it's a great picture yeah, so, I mean, first of all, does everybody wear, you know, a red bandana, handkerchief <laughs> around their neck, and a, and a curled-up Tim McGraw cowboy hat? You know. <laughs> and the answer I think is no. Most people I see don't wear a fancy cowboy hat and a and a red handkerchief like Festus on Gunsmoke. No, no, I don't. I mean, we're not wearing one right now, no. right? I don't. No, know. no.
0: I wear a black hat and a black handkerchief. <laughs> like Johnny Cash? Johnny Cash. Drive a black truck.
1: Well, you do have a black truck. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, no, no, not everybody who listens to country music, uh, I think we're, uh, I mean, you guys, that's a, you're a musical family. Y'all don't just roll out to Tim McGraw all the time, right? No. Nothing against you, Tim McGraw, if you're no. listening. So. No. Shout out to Tim McGraw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, everyone has a farm and rides horses. Uh, so this guy says that's a myth. Uh, what do you think? Well, I don't think everyone does, but you and I
0: both do. Uh, yeah. So maybe we're maybe we're playing into the stereotype. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't. Yeah. I so mean, it's... millions of people live in Houston. Right. Another few million live in Dallas. Right. You know, no farming going on.
1: Well, maybe this is a good segue. Why don't you tell us about your home situation? And you said you have a horse or whatever. Tell us about that. I've got two horses. Wow. One for each twin girl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, we got a couple of two and a half acres in Argyle that we bought about five years ago. And we turned it into a small horse property. So... We put a barn on it. We put up, you know, good fencing for horses, put a shed out there. Mm. We had one horse when we moved here, but we knew we were going to be, you know, getting another one with two girls riding. And so we decided to uh, just set up the place. So it's been a lot of fun getting it up and running. And you know, I love going out there. I love being able to just sit out by the pool and, you know, see the horses out there grazing. It's a lot of fun. Or Yeah. You know, go beautiful. Just go out
1: there, ride a horse if you want to. And they're sweet, um, sweet horses. So he's got two horses, Doc and Pumpkin, and they're sweet, sweet horses. Yep, they are. So uh, likewise, uh, we moved out here just before Kevin and Kendra moved out, and we got a five-acre place, and my daughter has ridden. She's a 16 junior in high school, and she's been on riding horses since she was four. And um, so we moved out so that we could have – our horse, Elvis, uh, who's now 30, and my gosh, he's, he's got to go at some point. Horses generally live to be about 30, and then they die. Uh, it's going to be a sad day when he goes, but he is a super, super great horse. When people say you're on a bomb-proof horse, um, he's it. Elvis is bomb-proof. Yeah, so that means you can't uh, you can't rattle him at all. And so we put... It's such a sweet thing to see, you know, special needs kids or emotionally disturbed kids or whatever. You can put anybody on that horse, and and uh, it's wonderful to see how empowering uh, just riding a horse and controlling a twelve hundred pound animal can give you that sense of security. It's a beautiful thing to see. So anyway, um, did you
0: did you see his statement about about halfway down? Huh. I'm terrified of horses, and you couldn't pay me $5,980,088 to get on one of those oversized Satan donkeys.
1: pretty like, strong I, opinion. That's strong. And I tell you what, I rode one that I agree was a full a Satan, Satan donkey. donkey. Yeah, you remember that one time that I tried to ride it twice and it bucked me both times? Which one was that? That one that we Which gave. Which time was that? With The one that we bought and gave away. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was a Satan donkey. <laughs> and I got my twins out there with me, and I'm like, boys, hang on to it. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I've never hurt that bad in my life. Satan but anyway, donkey. Yeah, so we've got five acres. And then my neighbor shares our animals uh, with us, and we get to graze on his four acres too. So we've got now, we're up to four horses, too many donkeys, two cows nine chickens we adopted a chicken the other day It just kind of walked in which was random maybe one of ours <laughs> literally it, just it walked, probably is one of ours it just walked over and then we threw it in there and Amy and I are hoping it's not a rooster cuz I can't tell I don't yeah, know rooster's fine It'll Well, protect the flock I guess but it, the the hens just beat the crap out of it all the time right now so <laughs> anyway so in the end oh. we just had so um, these two cows that we have they just both had bull calves like in the last week, so that means a baby cow Which so it's either, you can't really call it a heifer calf, but anyway, a boy calf is called a bull calf or all this, you know, you don't, don't know that. And I didn't know that either, but, because I'm not a real cow guy. When are you going
0: to castrate them?
1: Oh, Lord, I don't know. Um, I guess you do that. I guess you do that. You're supposed to make them into steers so they grow bigger and give you more meat and. Unless you want bulls. And then you eat them. Or you sell them to <laughs> proliferate. <laughs> you eat them. <laughs> so, Sounds like a
0: simple process.
1: Yeah, so we're planning on selling them for for meat. So if you have any ideas on bull calf castration, <laughs> 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 that is good. Uh, good clean fun. I'll give right you some there. ideas. No, that's it, great. It's a title bull calf cast it's <laughs> <laughs> a good title yeah so so yeah then uh i also took up uh beekeeping a few years ago and so i'm a beekeeper and uh so we got chickens and horses and cows so it's it is it is a full renaissance experience over at my place so we are
0: in between chicken flocks right now yeah we need to, we, need we to had load our you. first generation
1: yeah we need to load you guys back up again yeah, so I'm, we'll excited, see. I'm excited about that so anyway that's a little <laughs> bit about our our places um a lot of uh, animal farm activity and and it's and they geez these animals just create so much poop so poop's good man i guess but anyway okay so back to the myths um so uh this guy talks about y'all equaling stupidity um, I don't know about that.
0: I've seen this being used well first I don't know if this came about in Texas anyway. I mean they say this all over the South.
1: yeah they do. they they claim it's a Texas term, do they? Yeah. And just funny, to try to make it cool. Well, and my sister's been Texas out in cool. uh, in Northern California for 25 years, and she still, when she comes back, she rolls right into mm-hmm. it. I mean, she's immediately yalling it here and there.
0: And I've seen people using this in emails and stuff. People that aren't even Texan. Oh, yeah. I've never been in Texas. I've oh, seen yeah. them typing y'all into an
1: email. Yeah, so. I like I like the the distinction that it's if it's if you use it correctly, at ten or less, it's y'all. But if it's more than ten, it's all y'all. Oh, I've never heard that. That was supposed to be, be funny, but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: Oh, okay. Cue laughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me the fake Seinfeld Cue laughter Cue the laugh on that track.
1: One. Yeah. Uh, the other one is everybody drives a pickup truck. Is that a myth or reality?
0: I don't think everyone does, but i see a lot more trucks here than i do in some places i do too for sure
1: i have one you yeah, have one i got one my Where's, first car was a truck man yeah. and, andrew's first car was a truck so yeah, yeah.
0: he handed it down to aaron and aaron, aaron totaled it, it. Aaron,
1: aaron, <laughs> aaron destroyed it sorry, <laughs> sorry. that's uh, one of that's kevin's younger son so yeah so there's a lot of trucks here and and there's no problem there's no problem with trucks um And then the whole idea about do we want to secede? What do you think about that, kid?
0: Some days I do, some <laughs> days I don't.
1: <laughs> no, people no. Don't, ain't gonna secede. no. Give me a break. No. I am curious though, why do we have s- everybody's required to take Texas history? Why is that?
0: Because we got a lot of cool history.
1: Yeah, we do. Some states don't. Yeah, so we need to get into that someday of all yeah. the history. But uh, not to bore you to tears with Santa Ana and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Santa Ana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, so there's a lot of cool histories. All of our kids, my gosh, I've gone through it three times now with all the kids. Mm-hmm. Texas history, yep. learning, learning that. And of course, I did it and you did it. Yep. Um, you do that before you take American history. Of course. Anyway, Texas before America. Well. (laughs) (laughs) So do we all want to secede? No, no. Um, I I certainly don't believe so. And then uh, you know, what about this? What about our main diet consists of barbecue and Mexican food? I could do that. Yeah, yeah. More so the Mexican food now, but yeah, no. Barbecue
0: and Mexican food has
1: pretty much been my diet for I could absolutely my life. If you could add. Twinkies and ding-dongs are the third part of that, and <laughs> uh, sign me up for that and Diet Cokes. Twinkies and ding-dongs. <laughs> <laughs> and Doritos. Other than that, yeah. Oh, this guy says he's a vegetarian.
0: Oh. Oh. Well, very First good. off, I'm a vegetarian. I haven't had a burger, much less some brisket, since the summer of 2011. Yeah. Huh. Huh. I'll be darned. Well, <sighs> someday we'll talk about my dietary habits on
1: this uh, Podcast. It, it is an ongoing saga. I don't want to. I don't want to play that card just yet. Yeah. No. Let's let's do that because it it's enlightening. <laughs> That's sarcasm. <laughs>
0: um, we'll talk about my dietary habits and your bathroom habits. Oh gosh. Be
1: we'll be here a while. it will be
0: a double episode.
1: Yeah. We'll be here a while. <laughs> okay. So then. Um, in, then goes out. <laughs> right. So so then um, the, let's let's hit this as the last one and then wrap it up because people are probably sick of hearing us by now. Uh, Everyone has an obsession with football. Is that truth or myth?
0: Every man probably does. Yeah. Some of the women do. Some of the women folk do. I don't know that everyone does, but I I think where it differs is high school football, huge here. Bigger than in most states, although states like Pennsylvania, yeah, can rival us on high school football. Oh yeah, sometimes. But oh no, it's much it's, bigger at the high school level, and then of course you got the epic, you know, college, A and M, and UT, and right, all that, and then of course the Dallas Cowboys,
1: the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Sometimes right. Houston has a team. I think they got a team right now. They Houston do. Texans. But I, got a,
1: I got a bunch of buddies. that are big Texans fans. Yeah. So yeah, so so I I could not agree more with this when everybody has an obsession with football. Now I agree not as many women, but I think it is it is cultish, yeah. you know. Our- but you know,
0: there are some places that are so cultish. I mean, it's everywhere. Like if you go to Columbus, Ohio, you talk yeah. about a football cult. Oh, I yeah. mean, Ohio State, no. that's much more cultish. That's right. You go to Nebraska, all they got is the Cornhuskers. Right. Arkansas Razorbacks. So, I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, just think about it. You and I were at a football game when we were talking about this idea. Mm-hmm. The enti- our entire little small town in North Texas goes out to these football games every Friday night and anxiously waits for the next Friday night and then is horribly disappointed if we ever get beat in the playoffs, mm-hmm. you know. And anyway, you, you know the, my famous three words that I keep asking my f- twins to, to tell me, right? What's that? My the the three magic words are I quit football. Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, anyway, my wife Amy's taught me out of that. <laughs> but I told him I'd buy him a bass boat or golf clubs or tennis, whatever. <laughs> if they'll just quit football because <laughs> it's just you know a recipe for more concussions and broken limbs and all that but regardless um my wife that's like, what's wrong with the two of us we both played football well yeah not we all the wheels are turning no i got some screws loose up there <laughs> and, and and my wife is always a lot smarter than me and she said well kyle just to be honest with you it's a uh, it is a good thing for them to play football because they'd just be big mush mouths if playing video games all the time. The so coaches at least keep them in shape, right? <laughs> mush mouths. <laughs> just <laughs> playing video games all the time. Just whatever, texting. Um, anyway. Yep. So, yeah. So, yeah, football is definitely a big deal in Texas. So, uh, okay. So, I think that's probably enough. I think that's something we can revisit. Wait, there's two.
0: There's two more. What? Oh, okay. Right. Everything's bigger in Texas. All right. I like, and this is from the article. This is not my quote, but it says, if by this you mean the average woman's rear end and hair, then
1: yes. Oh, my. I wasn't going to go there.
0: This guy wrote
1: it. I typically don't talk about women's.
0: Rear ends? uh uh-uh. That wasn't on the list of topics that we couldn't discuss. Yeah, it's fine. On your outline.
1: Hey, it's it's fine. And then 80, <laughs> 80s hair. I mean, yeah, everybody had giant hair in the 80s. 80s yeah. Remember, remember that? But oh, now yeah. it's not that big. It's, not it's big. it's pretty tame now. Yeah.
0: One thing that's not on here that is a Texas thing only is the homecoming mom. Oh, no, that's ridiculous. The homecoming mom. Yeah. And I was in California a few months ago, right before our homecoming. And I was talking to a buddy. In the office, so some people overheard, and they're like, what are we talking about this mom? And I said, well, it's big in Texas. I don't know if it's that big everywhere else. And one of the other ladies in the office started doing some Googling, and she found an article said, no, this is only a Texas thing. Only in Texas do they do that. That's embarrassing. I didn't realize that. No, it's embarrassing. That is over the top. Yeah,
1: they basically have to get like a horse halter to put over their neck and around their back to hold up this ridiculous I mean, it, Lord knows how much it weighs.
0: It was; those were huge in the '80s when we were kids. Yeah. But now they're like five times as big. You as Remember, they are, used you know. to be like
1: a single mum, and then oh no, we got to do a double, and then yeah. a triple mum. that would go over the shoulder. Yeah, that's so ridiculous. And then you got these long streamers and cowbells, and now they're all lit up with LED lights. And
0: <laughs> just wait, Andrew, till your your child is doing the mum thing. There's no telling. They'll be Gosh. draping themselves in mums. Yeah, that's embarrassing.
1: <laughs> that's just...
0: <laughs> yeah, no,
1: it's like an it's... Iron Man suit. You yeah. know, you just yeah, it's ridiculous. So I, I couldn't agree more. So that you. is one thing that's definitely bigger in Texas and yeah. only a Texas thing. Yeah.
0: Everyone is over the top about how fantastic Texas is, and he says that's a truth. Yeah and then he says yes duh
1: because it is so i agree with that one yeah (laughs) i've I've been been here and don't don't plan on leaving so I, i couldn't agree more as well so okay any final thoughts I don't know. What did you think about this first
0: uh, little episode that we did here? (laughs) Train wreck. um, Train wreck? uh, Otherwise, it was fantastic. (laughs) It was a Texas sized train wreck. (laughs) Yeah, so so I I
1: would say uh, our buddy Andrew is probably going to figure out how to do social media and all that, but um, with how to get us ideas. But uh, regardless, Mm -hmm. it would be great to hear your ideas, whether you're a fellow Texan and you're thinking of all these fantastic ideas how to go off on and discuss. And if you need to be a guest, then feel free, except Kevin and I are going to be completely uncomfortable with you talking. We'll have to get used to you first.
0: (laughs) Do that that thing where you BS for about five more minutes, Kyle. Do
1: do that thing again, will you? all right, so uh, I, you know, I, I think this was a good conversation. So uh, I appreciate everybody listening, and would love to hear ideas on future episodes and future discussions uh, from you. Um, so, a- as you do that, there is uh, a way to give us feedback and ideas, and that's go into your podcast app uh, and and re- give us a review, um, and then we'll be able to get your feedback that way.
0: Give us a positive review it's negative
1: you're gonna get your
0: ass kicked <laughs> we're a couple of texans <laughs> we're Texans, and we're, we're always armed and dangerous <laughs> Now, no, just kidding we're, we we want to hear all your feedback
1: yeah <laughs> so all right we appreciate your time and uh we're yeehaw